Warning, this podcast may contain explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to the Noisemaker Podcast, where we interview bands that you may have never found anywhere else. We are your number one spot for discovering all new music, get to know artists, understand what drives them, and hear from some of their top tracks. Join me, your host, Rocky Ferenberg, as we give rise to the underground world of music and set out to do what so many others have failed to, be a staple for the independent musician. Now... Let's make some noise. Who cares what you did to me? Who cares what you said to me? I don't care. Your heart is like a puzzle piece. Your heart is like a puzzle piece. Does it go there? Does it go there? Does it, does it go there? But I don't wanna see you cry. I look away till your face is dry. You know I care. The closer that you get to me, the blurrier you look to me. But who cares? Who cares? And when this Me, but I don't care. I don't, I don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't care. If you're talking to another dude, better tell him don't mess with me. I don't care. I don't, I don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't. And baby, it's us this time. And I'm hoping you don't mind. I'm hoping you care. Now the restaurant rushing us. Tell him please stop rushing us. Don't do that. Don't get it. You my everything. You my light blue moon. When it lights up this whole city. On summer nights, it's a cold winter. I made this for you. Now it's cold dinner. You always on the run, so forget it. Trying to catch up. 2020 Tokyo winners. A story that was never told. Every day I'm kind of nervous like, here we go. Hey, you stunning everywhere we go. And the days I've been with you, I've been counting slow. Cause I just want to cherish every moment. You know that. Don't go mad on me, though. If you disappear, you'll be my ghost and just speed by. I'm so glad that and you know.
All right, everyone, welcome back. This is episode 24 of the Noisemaker Podcast. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. If you're returning, then thank you. If you like what we're doing here, please like, subscribe, and rate us with a five-star review. We are on all your favorite streaming platforms like iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at NoisemakerPod. On Facebook, we have a pinned post that will allow you to subscribe to the newsletter where you can stay up to date with the bands that have been on the program. Also, we're working on a Patreon subscription service with some added content and bonuses, so stay tuned for that. This is the Noisemaker Podcast where we help you with that horrible problem that we all face, where to find new and original music. On the line with me is Oba. How you doing? Yeah, OBA. I'm good. How about yourself? Pretty good, pretty good. So uh, that was kind of one of the initial questions I had. So OBA, uh, obviously that was uh, uh, your name, but I mean, what what's uh, I, I noticed the slashes were in there. So what's what's the difference between uh, your name and the slashes, or was it just kind of a way to set your name apart from you know a generic search for for your name? So my name is Oba, and so I put the slashes in there. Uh, to make it like the date because <laughs> okay. because this year this year is my year that's cool i dig that that's that's all right so t- tell us a little bit about you um i i usually i kind of ask about the band and what each uh w- what each person plays in the band and what they might do for the band you know booking and whatnot so um you know if you play any instruments go ahead and let us know if you you know get down on some turntables whatever it may be if you make your own beats and then the other thing that I usually like to ask uh, uh, rappers and hip hop artists and stuff like that is um, how much do you actually do yourself versus how much do you actually outsource to other people? Okay. Um, so I write all of my music. Um, I collaborate, uh, you know, I work with different producers. Um, so I, you know, I, I collab with them and, and uh, getting them the right sound. Um, you know, it just depends on, on the feel of, you know, if, if, if their tracks are what I go for, I, I normally, I like, I like tracks that have a, you know, uh, they, they have, you know, the, the hard drums like Timbaland, you know, and they hit hard, but they have that mel- the melodies of, you know, of, of pop music today, you know, so having that combination, um, to really, uh, you know, push the records forward. Um, but I, I, you know, I write my music and I'm, I'm, I, sometimes I even record my own music. So I'll be my own engineer, you know, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes I'll even press record and then I'll <laughs> run in the booth and I'll go ahead and just record myself, you know, cause I'm just so inspired. I'm up like 3am, you know, by myself, just getting my music done. So, um, so yeah, so, so I, you know, I, I, I write my stuff and then also, you know, work with others and it's, it's, it's a, it's a good time. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Recording is always fun. It's it's always great to be in the studio and working on creating and and hearing back what's what's been in your head for so long. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's good to get it out on on a song. <laughs> yeah. So what what inspired you to kind of move towards uh towards the pop scene? I mean, yeah, I you have pop and and hip hop is kind of your your genre. Um, it, it seems that you know the area is uh so commercialized. You know, with the audience, and the audience is so hard to get into because you know typically people who listen to pop are listening to that top forty section. So uh, you know what I'm getting at is that the genre seems hard to get into. So so why would you pick what seems almost to be the hardest genre to get into? Uh, I mean, it's just who I am. It's just who I am. Uh, you know, the, the type of music, the type of music I make is a good time and it, it gets people, you know, when I'm doing shows it, it, it you know, I, the way I, 
perform and 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 and, and interact with the crowd is just it's authentic to me and 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 I feel like the audience appreciates authentic. So I can't go against what what's not normal to me, you know, what's not yeah. what doesn't feel right to me. And so pop hip hop is uh is is just the natural the natural uh natural the natural music I make for for myself. I read that you're from uh Las Vegas, but you now live in LA, is that right? Yes. So I I assume once again that this is uh, probably because of the genre that you've chosen. But can you tell us a little bit? <clears throat> but can you tell us a little bit about both of the music scenes? Uh, maybe how they compare to them to one another? Oh, like the LA music scene, the Las Vegas music scene. Yeah. So I was born in Vegas. I was literally only there for like a, a year and a half, and then uh, I uh, I moved to Utah. Um, so I, I spent a lot of my life in Utah. Um, and then I also lived after that, I moved to like Arizona when I was like six, New York when I was nine. And then eventually I moved to LA for high school. So, um, so I've really only experienced the, the more, mainly the New York scene and the, uh, and the LA scene. So when I was in New York, I, uh, I was on the Apollo. I did Apollo amateur night, uh, in Harlem. And that was an amazing experience. I won a couple times. Um, nice. uh, but my experience has been, uh, LA has been the place where a lot of the recording studios are and, and the people that you'd want to meet, um, I, I, to my, with my experience are in Los Angeles. So I've, I've been able to really build my connections and, 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 uh, you know, build some relationships in LA mainly. Um, and in Utah too, there's a good scene out here as well. I've been able to do shows out here and, and most of my, the music videos that you guys will be seeing have been shot out in Utah. So I like, it's, it's interesting. I, it's like I create my music in LA and then I come out to Utah and <laughs> to beautiful scenery and I yes. shoot my videos. So it's, 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 it's been good. It's been a good experience. Yeah. I'm right here in Southern Idaho and, and I drive, I drive truck for, uh, you know, my day job. So, um, I drive down to oh, Utah cool. all the time and it, it is, it's, it's really nice. Cause I'm actually from Alaska. So coming out of this high desert and then going into Utah, like Salt Lake where they got a lot of the, uh, a lot of, um, uh, like mountains and stuff down there. It kind of, it's kind of reminiscent of, uh, of my home, you know, back home in Alaska. So. Oh, okay. Man, it's freezing out there. <laughs> is it freezing out there? <laughs> uh, you know, it, it gets cold. I mean, sometimes sometimes it's colder in the states down here than it is in Alaska. It's all depending. But I mean, of course, the further north you go, and the in the later into uh, uh, you know winter time, you know, I think Fairbanks, you know, averages up in like negative forties over the winter and stuff. I mean, it, yeah, it gets cold. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, man, negative forty. I can't even like wrap my mind around that that's insane it's 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 wrap, wrap weird my head around that it's weird like i because I, my my wife grew up here in idaho so whenever we go up there she um she loves it up there and but the cold is so different up there than it is down here it's hard to explain it's something that you have to kind of just experience it like it takes your breath away and it is freezing but it's not like it's probably not how people that haven't been there imagine it in their head i don't know if that makes sense <laughs> I mean, I guess it's just when you're there, you feel like you want to die. Maybe is that what it feels like? <laughs> no, I actually, 40? I'm actually, I'm actually the other way around, man. I hate the heat. Like if it's, if it's like 115 outside, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm probably not even going to check my mail. There is no way I'm going out of the house. It's way too hot. <laughs> 
So let's let's move let's move on to the uh, to some of the songs. The, f- the song we heard at the top of the show was called "Are You Ready." Do you mind telling us a little bit about uh, "Are You Ready"? Yeah, of course. Um, so "Are You Ready"? It's funny because it was a it's 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 a true story, you know, based on a true story of uh, uh, it's basically about a guy and a girl. So me and you know my ex girlfriend. Um, basically, you know, going through it, you know, and, and how people might not like how, how, how I am or how she is. And they, you know, and they talk about us because, you know, we go up and down and up and down and it's just not, it's just kind of an unpredictable relationship. And so the chorus, you know, it, it basically talks about it, the, the words are when they talk all day about us, honestly, girl, I'll be ready for that. You know, so and then it's and then it, it, I end with, "Are you ready? Are you ready?" So it's like, "Are you ready for for people that are going to be there's eyes outside of our relationship talking about about our relationship?" You know, so just being ready for that, and and so it's basically um, it's basically that kind of story. And actually, it's funny because me and her, uh, you know, we've been on on and off for like since high school. So when we when I released this song, we had broken up, but when she heard the song we got back together <laughs> when I dropped it on my music video and everything. So, um, so it, it really was, you know, uh, a song from the heart. And, um, and so, yeah, that's, that's kind of the storyline of it. Nice. So th- we're not together anymore though. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, then maybe it's time to drop another song. <laughs> that's funny. All right. So uh, the, the next song we're coming up, the song we're about ready to hear is called like that. You mind kind of doing the same thing for us? Give us a little background on like that. Yeah, so um, it's fun. I actually did this song with Naus. So it's actually Naus. Um, it's Na- Naus uh, produced the song, and so he uh, he wanted me to do the lyrics on it and, and the melody on it. So I, I wrote the song to his track. He's a really talented producer. He lives in L.A. Um, super super dope. He um he basically uh sent me some tracks, and this is the track that I really liked. You know, um, that I thought would fit me really. That I mean, that I thought would fit uh it just fit the vibe so i was just like yeah i'm gonna write to it and he loved it and uh so we actually got it the song on labelle music uh which was and so they did a, a an sc a soundcloud upload on their soundcloud which got a, got you know some good some good views on it um but th- yeah it's called like that so it's um it's basically about um you know it, it's about a, a girl that i that i like that i see that i see that you know they don't even we're tearing up the dance floor. We're tearing up. We're tearing it up, and people are watching, and and they don't even know us, but they're cheering for us because they love that we're like dancing on the dance floor, and we're just going crazy, and we're like, we we just love each other's company, and people from the outside we don't even know are 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 cheering for us, you know. And so that's that's what the song's about. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the background of that. Great. Well, this is gonna be OBA like that.
play guitar like me hey y'all this is rocky fernberg from the noisemaker podcast and i wanted to tell you all about warming guitars we all know that tone is the soul of the guitar and pickups create that perfect sound still the price of pickups can really break the bank these guys at warming guitars crank out some rad pickups at an affordable price i have been a boutique pickups guy my whole life however i find that the tone i pull out of warman's pickups is comparable to top manufacturers without the outrageous markup I endorse Warman Guitars as a common sense alternative to pickups. And right now, Warman Guitars is offering exclusively to my listeners 20% off. That's right. When you go to warmanguitars.co.uk and enter Noisemaker20 at checkout, you'll receive 20% off your purchase. These pickups are already ridiculously affordable, and yet Warman wants to offer the listeners of the Noisemaker podcast an additional 20% off by entering Noisemaker20 at checkout. So take a minute and visit my friends over at warmingguitars.co.uk and pick up your 20% off when you use Noisemaker20 at checkout. Warming Guitars, a new heritage. So we're back with OBA. So the next section here, I kind of want to dive a little bit into the uh, writing process. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about how you, you know, stuff like how you select a song, how you come up with ideas, and just overall kind of about your, your entire writing process. How, what does that look like? So it changes, man. It changes. Uh, how I usually do it is 
producers that I work with, they'll already have an idea of the track already created. So they'll send me like maybe like five or six different skeletons of different tracks that, you know what I mean? That already have the drums down, that already have the piano down or, you know what I mean? Or the synths down. And so I'll go through these tracks and I'll see what, what I like, what I vibe with, how I'm feeling that it could just depend on how I'm feeling that day. If I'm feeling sad, let me write a sad song. Let me write. Or if I'm feeling like super up, like I want to, I want to hit, hit a party. Let's, let's get some, like, let's get a pop vibe going. So, um, I usually write to tracks that are already created and they give me, they kind of tell the story. They give me the emotion of the song and it kind of tells me already what, what I should write about. You know, if it's sometimes like tracks already created in like a minor chord. So if it's a minor chord, I'm going to want to write like a kind of a sad song. Maybe yeah. it's not really a good, a good happy ending, you know, or, or if it's like super like major and it's like, you got like the urban drums and you got like a, a trap, a trap feel you got like 808s then you know maybe i want to hit maybe i want to hit 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 a party you know so that's that's kind of how i do it the the track speaks to me and then i and then i i write to it you know and 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 so i just i just give it what it gives me yeah yeah so you kind of yeah of course you kind of mirror the emotion that's already in the track yeah so and kind of take on whatever might be going on in your life at that time in order to kind of inspire some lyrics behind that yeah, yeah, that's yeah. You know, a lot of some songs I write are exactly like that. So I, I read uh, that you have some pretty high energy shows, and you know, now that I've listened to a lot of uh, um, a lot of the underground music, uh, I think that a lot of uh, underground pop, or at least a lot of underground kind of pop hip hop that I've had come my way. Um, a lot of the people in there seem they seem real monotone, and I think I think that it's probably because a lot of a lot of them expect the producers to do a lot of the work, you know, in order to make them, you know, kind of give their voices life. I'm, maybe I'm reading into it too much, but you, on the other hand, I I've noticed have a, a lot of character in in your vo- in your vocals. It doesn't seem like you rely on somebody else to give your voice its uh, you know persona. So is is this natural or is this just part of a persona that you put on when you, you know, get on stage? You know, when I, the way I sing, I kind of, I, I like to have fun. I like to have a good time, you know, like literally like how I describe my music, you know, it's a good time. That's how I, how I describe it. So I, I, I do what feels natural to, to OBA. And, and so that it's, and that's pop hip hop. It's like, if you think of, Black Eyed Peas, LMFAO, and T-Pain, imagine if they fell in love and wrote these romantic songs. That's, that's my music. That's like how I, you know, uh, portray myself. Nice. So, so you've also been writing for quite a while. I, I, I read that you've been writing since you were about 11 years old, then, which is kind of similar to about the time I started writing. Is that so? Oh, wow. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, about 11. So I've seen my music grow and mature over the last, you know, couple decades, you know. Um, but they say that like your first 40 songs or so are just for you, you know, kind of like, you know, achieving your first 10,000 hours or whatever it might be, whatever type of path to professionalism you might subscribe to. But what I'm wondering is how do you think that your writing has matured over the years? That's a good question. Um you know, it's writing a song is very simple yet very difficult. 
because you have to write a song that people relate to you gotta write a song that people it that it's it, music is it's it's such a big part of of how we of how we live so you gotta write a song people enjoy and so it, you, you gotta make it simple enough to where a baby can sing along to it but a college <laughs> student will 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 blast it in their car. You know what I mean? You got you got to yeah. kind of make it so it's it's simple enough and catchy enough and and pulling enough for people to 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 enjoy it. And, and so it it has evolved over the years. I've been fortunate enough, enough to be around people who, you know, have won Grammys, you know, and who have uh, have, you know, had success. And so I would gravitate around those people and learn from them. You know, um just like being able to to be around people like Divine Evans and Molly B, uh, you know, these are some of the people that I've been able to to work with. Jean Baptiste, who who wrote "Look at Me Now" by Chris Brown and "Scream and Shout" by Will I Am, um, you know, these people uh, are are you know are people that I've been able to to learn from, and and so it, you know, um, so they can like Divine and and Molly, you know, like my mentors. These guys really have shaped me as a songwriter. And so I'm just grateful to have people like that who are naturally have a good ear to, um, to kind of direct me on how I should write my songs, you know, and, and lyrics actually were, I, I was naturally, I naturally was able to do melodies and, and, and people would like them. Now lyrics, I've, co- I've come a long way. I feel like I have come a long way because um, my lyrics, you gotta be cl- clever with your lyrics. You know, they gotta be simple yet, you know, there's different ways to say I love you. You know, you can't just say I love you. You got to be clever with that. Yeah. You know, because you, you, uh, uh, 80% of the songs are about how you love a person, but they say it differently. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, yeah, so that's kind of what's been my growth over the years. You know, how to say something like that in, in, in hundreds, hundreds of different ways. Yeah, I think it's kind of interesting. You touched on a couple things. I, I uh, see. I'm the exact opposite. I'm not very good at writing melody. So even with like lead guitar, I'm not very good at phrasing, which is basically coming up with melodies on the guitar. And so I'm not very, I'm not a very good lead player. I'm, not, I'm not very good at coming up with melodies, but I can write lyrics very well. And so a lot of times, and I, I don't sing either. So when I'm writing lyrics and I write them for other people, I write them to measures, and then I basically just say, I, I know these you know, these lyrics fit, you know what I mean? So then, you know, people can work their own melodies based on whatever, you know, whatever we're playing. But one of the other things you touched on that I thought was pretty interesting and something that I tell people all the time about writing is that the crazy thing about a song is that you you have to be able to write something that is specific enough that an individual person can relate to it, but broad enough and vague enough that everybody can relate to it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's really, you know, so you can tell your own personal story, but you have to tell it and I'll, you know, if you're too specific, you lose people. And if you're, you know, if you're too vague, then, you know, people don't gravitate to the idea because it's, it's too bland, you know? So there's that happy medium space to find, you know, when writing. And, and so that's kind of the way I always talk to people about it. Hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a good point to, to make sure it's kind of generic you know someone in china could relate to it you know as well as someone in the u.s so my next question here is if if you were an emoji which one would you be and why would you be that emoji (laughs) (laughs) 
Ah, uh, shoot. I'd be the top hat. <laughs> I, I love, man, I, I am about, I'm all about the TH life, man. I'm always rocking the top hat. I noticed uh, that in the videos, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... So um, yeah, I'm almost always with the top hat. So has that I been love, a, I, has that been a thing that you that's been a thing your whole time, or is, is this part of like a persona that you have for yeah, like stage presence wise? I've had for like maybe how long? Maybe two years now. So you know, the moment I put it on, I was like, "Yo, this is dope." <laughs> so I was actually it was actually right before I was about to do a show, and I was in the mall, and I like put it on, and that day I just. I just like didn't even take it off. Like I just wore it. <laughs> oh, it was just something that just like kind of like was like, yeah, why not? That's cool. I, I dig that. That's funny. Um, so the next song we got coming up is called Hustlin'. You want to kind of tell us a little bit about Hustlin'? Yeah. So Hustlin' is a song I did, uh, and uh, a video I did. In trip, it's a it's a video I did in tribute to Jabari Parker, who just signed a forty million dollar contract with the Chicago Bulls. Um, so it's. It, the song is it, 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 the video. It's about Jabari's road to success, and it's about chasing your dreams. That's really what the song is about. Uh, you know, we're actually going to be dropping this, the music video, releasing this music video, um, the new one, in probably, hopefully, by the you know beginning of September or even sooner. Um, so that's that's what the song is about. And and so uh, you know, Jabari was you know I was you know. Um, he he posted it on his Instagram as well and his 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 Twitter. So, uh, yeah, I, I, this is hustling. Nice. Well, this is gonna be OBA hustling. Like my old coach used to say, hustling, hustling, hustling. Coach, I know that you'd be proud of me. Hustlin', hustlin', hustlin'. Glory, pride, honor, 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 man. All I, all I, all I know. All I, all I, all I, all I, all I know. Coming for, coming for that diamond ring. I'ma have my pot of gold. Gotta, 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 gotta have it all. Hey, I'ma stop never. Hey, Cause I'ma die later. Hey, Grinding so hard, you think it's 1849. No
Are you looking for a professional screen printer? Ghost Town Hardware has high quality staff to accommodate all your screen printing needs. Are you in a band, on a sports team, or looking for company t-shirts? Whatever it may be, Ghost Town Hardware provides skilled professionals that will complete the job on time. Ghost Town Hardware strives to provide the best product at the perfect price. I have personally used Ghost Town Hardware several times in the past. Not only did my band repeatedly purchase shirts, stickers, and more, but I also used Ghost Town Hardware to provide attire for my event staff. I have been treated fairly and with respect, which is not something everyone can say. Right now, for new clients, Ghost Town Hardware is offering 60% off all setup fees when you use the promo code NOISEMAKER60. Once again, Ghost Town Hardware is taking over half of the setup fee price off for new clients when you use NOISEMAKER60. To redeem your 60% off setup fees, just email Josh at gthardware at gmail.com. That's G-T-H-A-R-D-W-E-A-R at gmail.com. Or you can call at 208-731-3566. Again, that's 208-731-3566. And use the promo code NOISEMAKER60 to get 60% off your setup fees. Ghost Town Hardware quality over quantity. Some restrictions may apply. Alright, so we're back with OBA for just a few more minutes. Uh, hey! <laughs> there you go. What OBA! <laughs> <laughs> what would you say your biggest obligation to your fans is um man that's a good question i've said i've said it before today um to give them a good time you know um because that's what my music is it's a good time um and you know and and and, and i think it's okay you know for to be yourself it's okay it's okay to um you know, you can you can be many things. You can be many things, and you can, you know, you don't have to just choose. You don't have to choose one person of you. You can you can you can be you can be every part of you, and you can still have a good time. You know. Yeah, yeah, I I certainly think so. You don't have to. That's one of the things I was telling somebody else uh, recently is that you know you don't want to. I was kind of talking about this in a more confrontational way, but you know you don't want to not be who you are 
in order to try to uh, appease other people and then begin to lose a part of yourself. And so I think this is, I kind of get the feeling you're talking about it from a different way. You know, you don't, you want to go out there, you want to have fun, you want to be yourself out there. And, you know, that way you don't lose part of yourself trying to take take yourself too seriously on stage. Yeah, yeah, you, you can, um, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's the approach of, you can go home and you can be a college student and you can be, you can be, you know, a brother, you can be a good brother, you know, you can, you can be a good son and you can be a rapper and you can be a singer, you know what I mean? And you can go rock the stage, you know, like you can have, you can have every aspect of your life and you can still, you can still have a good time. You know, you don't have to choose one side of you because let's say, because this side of you doesn't fit with every other side of you. You know, that's, that's not true. You know, you can find that side of you that can fit with every part of you and you can still be, you know, you can still have a great time and you can still do what, what, what brings you peace. And, you know, and, and so basically embrace, embrace all the good sides of you. That's, that, that's what I want people to know. When you come to my show, you can leave and you can still have that part of you, that part of you that wants to have fun. You know, you can still take that with you. So what do you consider to be the most pivotal moment in your musical career thus far? Man, um, moving to LA, moving to LA was very pivotal. I had begged my parents, please, please let me move to LA. Like, you know, I want to pursue my career and they finally accepted. And when I moved there, I realized, oh shoot, I gotta, I gotta actually try to do things on my own. I gotta start <laughs> yeah. selling some tickets to, to my shows, you know? And so I, that's what I was doing. I started selling tickets and, and just hustling, you know? And, and I, I was fortunate to meet to meet people because of that. And, and I was able to just get in some good circles and, and make connections with people. And, and that's what, you know, you know, and because of that, those connections I've made, I'm able to, you know, I currently work with Brandy, the, the singer. I nice. work with Queen Latifah on, on, you know, on their live shows. And, you know, I've, in, I've engineered for Queen Latifah. And, and, and so, and, and I've written, you know, I've written for just for, you know, for different artists. So it's, it's been, it's just been a great, experience with that you know moving to LA was definitely like wow like so many so many great things has happened from that from that choice so what would you think or what would you say the best and the worst thing about writing playing and performing music is uh let's see <laughs> that's a good question <laughs> man the what your worst things become the, the worst things about writing music become uh, you know, you don't have to make them your worst thing, you know, like you don't have to look at it like that. Um, the, the best thing a part of it about it is hearing people's reaction, you know, like, cause you know, you heard your music, you, you hear what you're creating every day. And then once you put it out to see how people react, you know, to see how they like it, how they take it, um, is such, is such an amazing thing. And, 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 you know, and, and, you know, so, you know, some disappointing parts are when you write a song and you think it's so, you think it's so um, amazing and then you play it to other people and they might not feel the same way. Like, <laughs> yeah, say, that's, like, that's I, rough. Had, I had a release. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? I said, yeah, that's, that's rough. I've had a few of those. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So like I had a listening party and I, it was like for my EP and one of the songs I thought were the stronger songs people didn't even really talk about that song. They talked about the song that I thought wasn't the strongest. They loved that one, you know? <laughs> so it's like, you never know how people will really react to your music. And so that's like very, that's like a learning experience, you know, on its own. Yeah, usually uh, 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 
one, well, one of the things you were talking about, you know, hearing people react, one of the coolest things I think uh, I ever had on stage was we played a song that was a lot more like aggressive, kind of like, you know, um, kind of like an anti-government style song, you know, real heavy. And we decided at one of our shows that we were going to, we usually had a spot where the music cut out and just the vocals, you know, saying, you know, a line, you know, or screamed the line, whatever. And so, um, we'd been playing the song for quite a while and we decided that instead of stopping and, and having the vocals just come through, we were just going to stop and just pause everything. You know what I mean? And then, and then, and then let the vocals bring us back in, you know, after, you know, something was said, kind of just stop the song. And we were playing it and, and, and we were, you know, halfway through the song where this break is and we hit the break and everybody in the crowd kept singing a line. And it was, it was just one of the coolest, it just made me smile. You're not supposed to, <laughs> you're not really supposed to smile, you know, if you're in a heavy band, but I, I, I just grinned so big <laughs> on stage because I was like, everybody knows it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a really cool moment to be on stage and have something like that happen. Right. Yeah, man. That's, that's incredible. <laughs> Those are the moments that we work for. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So we got a couple, we got a couple more questions here. This, this next section, um, of course I'll, I'll link to all your stuff, whatever you uh, have in the show notes, but this kind of next section, I, I, since we're wrapping up, I kind of leave open for you to say anything that you want to say, anything that maybe we didn't cover throughout any shout outs, plugs, anything's like anything like that. You can tell people where they can find your music. Like I said, it'll all be in the show notes. So, but this is kind of your section, whatever else you want to say, whoever you want to thank, this is all for you. Oh, okay. So I can just go ahead and yeah, go, be, go for do, it. Do what OBA do. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, no, thank, thanks for having me, Rocky. Um, really appreciate it. I, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's going to be a crazy and uh, you know, the, the rest of this year is going to be insane. Um, like I said, you know, this, this video with Jabari is about to come out. Uh, Jabari Parker, and so you know, keep an eye out for that. My Instagram, you know, um, everything, everything is OBA's music, you know. So on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, uh, just just all you got to do is OBAS music, OBA's music, uh, all one word, and you'll find me. So um, you know, yeah. So you know, I hope y'all, you know, feel free to reach out, follow me. You know, I'll follow back and, you know, you know, we'd love to just build, you know, with, with, you know, people who, you know, with people who, who love music. And of course, you know, love to thank my family and, and, you know, everybody who's, who's been a part of, of this road because, you know, they, they have, they have been huge. They've been huge in this, in, 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 in encouraging and supporting, you know, what, what I'm doing. Yeah, certainly. And family, having a strong support group in, in any, any way, shape, or form is always super helpful rather than, you know, I, I've talked to some people whose family have been naysayers, you know, so it's always great, especially when you're trying to follow a dream like music, you know, that to have people that actually support support you and care about, you know, your success. Yeah. So the next song we ha- we're going to close out here with is called They Don't Know. So you want to kind of give us a little bit of background on on They Don't Know? So uh, They Don't Know is... is uh is basically um it has two meanings they don't know is you know think of a relationship where um it's not people don't want it to do well people aren't really um you know big on the relationship you know of 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 me and this girl and 
And so it's about they don't know, like they don't know what we have. They don't know what we share, you know, the, the, the love we share. You know, that's that's what the song's about. And also they don't know as a statement that the world, the world that the world doesn't know who OBA is, but they'll know. They will know. This is they don't know, but they, the song says, but they'll know soon enough. And so it's not only in a relationship, but it's it's it's. It's about OBA and about how people will know, will know who I am and, and, you know, in time to come. Great. Well, this is going to be OBA, They Don't Know. Today was so alive, you got my heart on revive. Explain how you can read my mind, my mind And when you whisper in my ear I hear your voice like a tar I stay awake with you all night, all night This guys all enjoyed my show with OBA. It was great to meet a guy who's super authentic and really, I mean, the music sounds very professional. It sounds like something that you would hear on the top 40. And I, and I love to have pop artists like that on here because 
like I mentioned before, I think that the pop scene is really hard to break into because you almost have to be one of these people that sell your soul to, you know, Sony Entertainment or something like that in order to gain some kind of uh, crazy, you know, record deal. And so we got these independent artists out here that are producing content that is comparable to, you know, these big time artists. And I'm just really digging and love to be able to give these these guys a platform to be able to, you know, showcase their music. So thank you, OBA, for coming on the show. And uh, hopefully we can work together in the future like we've been talking about. Next week, though, is going to be a big, big week. Um, We have our first international band coming on the show. And this is kind of what the show's been about. It's been about branching out beyond just the United States. And so we have a band from Malmö, Sweden coming on the show. So be sure to tune in next week for that. Once again, I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Please like, share, subscribe, and give us a five-star review. I have included links to OBA's page and his music in the show notes. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at NoisemakerPod. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email me at noisemakerpod at gmail.com. Until next time, don't stop following your dreams.